The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, y'all. This is Houseguest, and I am your host, Kenzie Elizabeth. Think a Gen Z wannabe Martha Stewart meets Dolly Parton trying to live in a Nancy Myers movie in her 20s. We talk all about life, relationships, navigating your 20s, closing out the bars, or waking up at 5 a.m., depending on our vibe that week. Ultimately, living our best lives and figuring it out along the way. So come hang out. Sometimes I have guests on who do really cool things, some of my best friends, or it's just me and my house that I spend way too much time in. So let's get into the show. I'm so glad we're finally doing this only two years later. And I have a kid. Yeah, things have really changed. No, like when I met you, I was on your like Dallas dating show TikTok. Does anyone remember? Wait. Yeah. I was yeah. like, please put me on there. No one that I know follows you, but like I'd need to be on here. Can you just tell people that it was like partially from the TikTok? I mean, Andrew doesn't even have TikTok, but you know, maybe someone that knows him saw it. Yes. And it's an invisible string. We actually did get set up by mutual friends. Yes. So I don't think she'd be mad if she if I went on the deal with her. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Because she says that my son is her son. Totally. And he kind of is. He is literally the day he was born Andrew took a picture of Woods and sent it to Natalie and said basically yours Mm -hmm. and I was like you know what yeah but also I carried him in my belly for nine months Mm -hmm. and also you still take care of him to this day no like changed his diaper this morning Mm -hmm. it's like a little different but like it's okay I can give it to her like he wouldn't be here without her you know what I mean so like and she deserves that she deserves that Mm -hmm. She deserves the world. She's honestly the best. Yeah, she's really sweet. Yeah, when McGuire and I met, well, we met through Instagram, but yeah. also with a couple people that we knew. We knew, knew the each other. People. Yeah. Yeah. So we had like mutual friends through Instagram. You had just moved to Dallas. I had just moved to Dallas. And she was a working girl. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, you're still a working girl. And then you get pregnant. <laughs> and then you leave, which, in case you guys are wondering, I am wearing an iHeart Texas shirt so that she reconsiders and moves back. And like, if Kate can do it, you can do it. I know. So, right. So I... Kate Davis, that is. Listen to the episode we, of her. Kate her. is like one of my greatest friends. She's she's my inspo. Like she's I'm, on my inspo That's board. what I told her. I was yeah. like, you are my it girl. Like she's uh, like my friend, like yeah. a genuine friend of mine. <laughs> yeah. And she's also my inspo. Yes. But like, shouldn't you be inspired by your friends? Yes. Yeah. So I lived in Dallas for like a year. In that year's time, I met Andrew. And we... Got pregnant with Woods. Love. And I decided I had to move home to be closer to my family. And I live one block from my grandma and like three blocks from my mom and maybe six blocks from my sister. That's actually really cute. So it's pretty amazing. But I will say Andrew's a Texas boy. He was born and raised in Texas. He'd been in Dallas for like eight years after or like when we moved to Oklahoma City. And he wants to move yesterday. Mm-hmm. So the only thing I mean, like I love Oklahoma City, born and raised, but you know Dallas is great too, and it's only three hours from Oklahoma City. So we may find a happy medium. We may stay where we are. I guess that's something to stay tuned for. Yeah, maybe by the time this podcast comes out in a couple of weeks, I'll have a better answer of what we're going to no, do. No, like I wouldn't be surprised if you had, like bought a new house somewhere, <laughs> and, like and it was not a location. No, it was in like Wyoming. Yeah, but like I picture myself on Yellowstone. We should actually make that trip. I've never been and I've Wait, like wanted you, to go. Me, Kate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A great group. We can get Blythe. Blythe will come. Yes. She's country. Yes. Okay, you know, perfect. We love that. Love that. No, I would also move there. So I get it. Also, I do just want to address the elephant in the room. If y'all are watching on YouTube and you see my feet, 
<laughs> this is a, something that we actually need to talk about more. When you get a spray tan and then you wear cowboy boots, this is what happens, okay? <laughs> and like, I, yes, I could be wearing Uggs. I could be wearing something else, whatever. I don't care. I have like a wardrobe malfunction. I just, I am who I am and you guys have to accept me. I mean, my hands are different colors. I self-tanned last night. The inside of my hands are messed up. <laughs> and like, it's all like white right there. Yeah. So I have that right here all over the place. No, it's, it's really crazy. And that's girlhood. And that is women in STEM <laughs> trying to figure out the chemicals totally. to make the hands right. I mean, like we're painting, mm -hmm. like we're yes. painting our bodies. We're artists. Yeah. I love that. Right. Yes. Okay. So we're going to talk about how to build your dream career. Okay. Because you've done so many cool things. That's okay. also part of the industry that you're in is that you're able to do a lot of different yeah. projects, but still you have like a really cool like career path. Can you give them a little bit of a background on you? You also went to Vanderbilt. It's kind of like a big deal. I've always wondered this. You were in high school. Were you like really studious? Yeah. I but assumed. I was like, I, I mean, I always think I'm the best. But I feel like <laughs> yeah. I was a good mix between studious and also social. Okay. So you weren't like in your room every single day. No, no, no. You just like accidentally got into Vanderbilt. It, like it was an accident. Totally. Yeah. So I was senior <laughs> class president. Hey, I was, My claim to fame. I was class president too. Really? Yeah. Of what year? Well, I graduated early. So oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. senior. But up until that point, I was class president. Okay. But that was just so I could do less. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like tell people what to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, literally. So yeah, I went to Vanderbilt. And honestly, it was like the scariest thing because a lot of my friends were staying in state to go to OU, which is like a fantastic school. I'm still a Sooner fan. And mm -hmm. Andrew thinks it's weird. He's like, you didn't even go there. It's like that Mean Girls clip. Yeah. Where you didn't even go here. <laughs> but I'm like, I just was born and raised a Sooner yeah. fan. It was scary. And I will tell you my first year, I thought I was going to have to transfer. I was like, I can't do this. I need to be with my family. Like I can't. My mom was like, just you know, really encouraged me to stay. And thank God I stayed. I have such amazing friendships. And when I was at Vanderbilt, my senior year, I worked for country music television, which is like your dream. I, you know, I love yeah. this. I love these stories. So I worked like I, I was like in the production department. So I was like a PA on some of the crossroads, like Luke Bryan was on one, Cheryl Crow, like we had some really cool crossroads and that was super fun. And then out of college, I got hired by WME, which is, I think it's now called Endeavor, but it was William Morris Endeavor when I first went out there. I'm not yeah. totally sure. I was wondering this the other day. I think it is Endeavor now. I think it's just but Endeavor. everyone knows it as WME. Yeah. So whatever. So I worked there for like a year and a half and I think I wanted to quit pretty much every day. Mm -hmm. But if you don't know, like when you start at a talent agency, which everyone says is like grad school for the entertainment industry. You get paid nothing and you work really hard. But it was also such an amazing opportunity. I learned so much and you start in the mailroom. So actually so everyone starts in the mailroom. So regardless? every person starts in the mailroom. Doesn't matter if like your dad's oh. the CEO or what you have to start in the mailroom. When you're in the music department, which is what I was in, is the only department that doesn't actually deliver mail. They do ticket counts for how the shows are selling. So I had to take like you have to call each venue for like all these different artists and get an updated ticket count every day. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you're in the basement. And the only way to move up is if like someone's assistant moves to a different desk or like gets promoted because then you that desk is open. And there was a agent that took a chance on me. I was there for like three weeks and like a couple people interviewed and he was like, I think you're great. Like you should like whatever. So I 
he brought me up and then I worked for one other agent while I was there. I stayed. Yeah. For like a year and a half, almost two years. And I was like, okay, I've done my time. I'm I agent life isn't for me, but I really like, it was an invaluable experience. It really was. And I went from there to work for Brent Bolthouse, who used to do like a lot of events in LA. He does neon carnival at Coachella and he owns the bungalow in Santa Monica, Santa Monica, Huntington beach. I think there's a long beach now and there's like bungalow kitchen in San Francisco. I don't know what else is there, but that was an amazing experience too. He was great. And it was really just like a family all working. And it was such a different environment from where I had been. It was like super corporate So it was good to experience both. And then I had an opportunity arise to work for the Kardashian-Jenner family. And the interview went well and they offered me a job and I took it. And it was hands down the best experience I could have ever had. No, I can only imagine. No, it was. I've never learned so much. I still am learning to this day. Like it was it really laid the foundation for me to know what it takes to get something that you want to go for what you want and get it and like have that drive. And if Chris has said it multiple times on different interviews and stuff, like if someone tells, you, no, you're talking to the wrong person. And I believe that, like, I believe that if you want something, you can make it happen, whether it doesn't take the path that you thought it was going to take, it may take a different path, but like you can make it happen. I left LA because I wanted to be closer to my family. I'm just a family's girl. Like I said, I'm from Oklahoma And so I moved to Dallas because I felt like it was a good stepping stone career wise for me. And I was only three hours from Oklahoma City. And I think like during COVID, because I was still in L.A. when COVID happened, like I realized I never wanted to be so far from my family. I couldn't get in the car and drive. Mm -hmm. I mean, I could, but it was like 18 hours. No, I made the drive before and it's it's awful. It's not for me. So I moved to Dallas and I started working on my baby, Social Bird. And and Woods. And Woods, <laughs> technically, yes. Social Word was my first baby. Yes. But yeah, that that's where I am now. And then I got pregnant and moved back. But I'm still doing my consulting career. And I've just am constantly, everyone's always like, How do you figure out work-life balance with being a mom and your relationship? And I'm like, it's a constant working at it. But like if you are always cognizant of like where you put your time and what's important at that moment, then I feel like you can do it. And I'm not perfect every day. And I remember I was talking to one of my mom friends and I was like, I'm really struggling because I work from home and I take care of Woods and Andrew, you know, we're blessed because he works from home too. And so he can help me. Like if I have to get on a zoom and like, we kind of try and structure our days, mm-hmm. you know, cause we love having Woods at home and taking care of him. My mom helps too. But she was like some days like because I was like, I just feel like I'm not good at anything right now. And, you know, it was also postpartum and the baby blues. And she was like, there are always going to be days where you're a better worker than you are. And then there's going to be days where you're a better mom than you are a worker and you're a better like wife or partner to someone than you are a mom or you're a better partner. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So and it really helped me not to say like when you're a better worker and you're it doesn't mean you're a bad mom. It just sometimes means that like your time, sometimes you're going to give everything you have to like a project and then you're going to be able to step back from that project and give everything you have to your baby. And I think I also saw this thing. I'm like going all over the place, but I saw this thing that was like when you're in a relationship, 
it should always equal 100. And I'm sure a lot of people have seen it because I've talked to like multiple people <laughs> in different groups and I always bring it up. And they're like, oh, yeah, I saw it. But like Andrew and I try to do that where if I'm like, I have to give 85 percent of myself to work today, like today I drove here and he's like, OK, like I've got woods, I've got the, you know what I mean? Like we try and structure ourselves where he picks up what I don't have and I pick up what he doesn't have. Yes. It's not perfect, but we're figuring it out. You know what I mean? I think also when it comes to people talking about balance, I heard it said of it's really more about like what you have different priorities and sometimes there are higher priorities and it's different because obviously with children, your children are always like your number one priority, but just like day to day priorities. Right. Like sometimes you'll have like when I was in college, it was like sometimes school was more important than work or sometimes work was more important than school. And it was more about like what the priority is for that day. I guess with the kid, it doesn't really work. So you like take that out of the situation. But like your day-to-day, like even like you work out every morning, like certain things in your life. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that is something that I've always loved is working out. And like I used to go to a 9.30 class and then like it kind of got moved up till seven. And now like I go at 5.30 before Woods wakes up. But that's because I want to go because Andrew goes later. And so like I'm happy to go in the morning and get it done while they're both asleep. That way, like I know obviously he's home with him and like I get my day started. And then like Woods and I's mornings are my mornings with him. Like we have his bottle and we play and like he eats breakfast. And like that's like where I feel like I can dedicate like such a good portion of my day to only focusing on him because like he'll be up from seven to nine. And like, I'm not totally needed on my email right then. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like I can give everything I have to being a mom. I've been up. I've had my day started. I've had me time. So then I can have Woods time. Yes. Guys, it is actually so cold in Texas right now. I woke up this morning and it was nine degrees, nine degrees. Okay. I've been waking up at 5 a.m every morning, every weekday morning. All right, let's not push it. In January, I've been like documenting this on my TikTok. It took me two hours because the sun hat was not up yet to realize that there was ice all over. It was everywhere, okay? And I realized like, I don't have really the proper attire for this, okay? And then it got me thinking of, you know, the ski trips that I plan on taking and all these snow, snow, snow galore, okay? And I don't want to store that clothing. I really don't, but I do want to have it. And that is why I'm going to be renting on Newly. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles for more than 400 brands. They have the best brands. They have Free People, Selkie for Love and Lemons, Anthropology, a Goldie. They have, I mean, they have so many. They also have inclusive sizing. So it goes up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. There's fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry free to worry about. The option to buy what you love, sometimes up to 75% off. It's fun. Newly gives you everything you need to get inspired, get creative, and explore your style without making commitments. It's flexible. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's not a big deal if you lose a button or you spill something or you even just need to take a break. The savings are unreal. So renting from Newly means getting to wear more while spending less. Okay. You can curb that must buy something new feeling you get when there are events on the calendar. 
while still feeling confident and excited about your wardrobe. That's something in 2024, actually, I want to stop doing is buying something new for every occasion. And Newly is really helping with that. They have dressy stuff. They have trendy, like, going out clothes. They have good casual tops. Especially if you're in college and you just want, like, a cute going out top. And premium jeans are just hanging around. Sweaters, outerwear, vacation fits, you name it. I love that I'm getting to try out these trending styles, the colors, the silhouettes, even just things that I want to wear for trips, then I'm also able to send them back for something new. So not only am I saving money, I'm also saving space in my closet and I'm getting to try out clothes that I otherwise would probably just never be able to have, honestly. So Newly takes care of everything from shipping to laundry. I can even pause without paying a fee if I need to take a break for any reason. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code HOUSEGUEST20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code HOUSEGUEST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code HOUSEGUEST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. I used to care so much about portraying a perfect life and acting like everything was okay when really things were far from it. I was secretly struggling with my mental health and wondering if other people were too. That's why I created RealPod. Hi, I'm Victoria Garrick-Brown and every Wednesday I host the types of conversations that most of us only have in therapy. RealPod brings you the heart-to-heart moments we all need to be having and will leave you feeling comforted no matter where you're at in life. So leave the filters at the door because it's time to get real. Tune into RealPod wherever you get your podcasts. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. I have been in therapy for years and years on and off just whenever I feel like I really need to, even if I'm trying to get ahead of things. It really just depends on the stage of my life. It's definitely made a really big difference in my 20s. Something I worked, I've actually been working really, really hard on the past year or two is one, to be okay with uncertainty and to not freak out. And two, to just calm my nervous system, if you will. Look, I don't want to react emotionally. I don't want really honestly to react at all. I want to be very emotionally healthy and I want to be very calm. And that's something I've worked on a ton in therapy. I feel like it's just something I don't want to lose about myself. And around New Year's, we get so obsessed with how to change ourselves. Instead of just expanding on what we're already doing right Okay, so maybe you finally feel organized in one part of your life, but you want to tackle another, or maybe you're taking your supplements every morning and now you want to actually eat breakfast too. Therapy helps you find your strengths so you can ditch the extreme resolutions and make changes that stick. To me, therapy has really given me the tools to operate in life almost. Like I feel like when I am in situations, whether the emotions are heightened or I'm really stressed out or overwhelmed, or just really down, I'm actually able to like set the boundaries that I need to, have positive self-talk, and really just know what I need at the end of the day, and also like how to give that to myself. And I've really learned that all from therapy. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you all are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash Kinsey today to get 10% off your first month. That is betterhelp.com slash Kinsey. Kenzie. 
Okay, so we talked a lot about your career and something that I think is really important. You are a very hard worker. You're very driven and you are the spirit that you're talking about that Chris has of like, yeah. you're talking to the wrong person or if you're going to know you're talking to the wrong person. You just have that spirit of working hard and having a vision and going after it. So I want you to talk more about like how hard you're actually working because it, if you're hearing this, you're like, well, and then I worked here and then I worked here and then I worked here. It, almost just sounds like oh yeah well you just like got these crazy jobs like, that's not really how it happened <laughs> right right no so what were you doing and what are your tips as someone who's like starting out in their career okay so I would say no job is too small and I think one of the most important things no matter what job you have is you stay <laughs> you stay until the routine is clean I understand work-life balance but when you're getting your career started like you have to stay like be the last person there that your boss looks at and it's like, okay, you can like go home now. Like you don't yeah. need to stay. Never be like running out the door because what you, it's those later nights or it's those early mornings where you actually learn the most. And I also think it's important to learn who you're working for, like as a person, right? Like know when they're going to want to talk about X, Y, and Z. And when, you know, cause I was an assistant for a long time. So like, that's my forte, but prioritize like when to talk some talk about something with someone and like really learning them instead of going up to them at like the worst possible time and they have they don't want to talk to you or like it's just not something they want to talk about at the moment you know what I mean yeah. and I also the room yeah and I think it's important to like what matters to that person to whoever you're working for is what ma is the most important thing so you may have like people on the outside or people that are also working like, I need this answer. I need this answer. I need you to get this answer for me. I need you to get this answer for me. And like, yes, that's part of your job, at least as an assistant or really like you can make it work in any situation. But the person that you're working for, your boss, what's most important to them should always be most important to you. Like if putting together a holiday party is like the most exciting thing in the world to them, give it your all. And like, obviously give it your all to everything, like never let anything slip through the cracks. But that's part of doing your job is handling what needs to get done. And then like, oh, like always under prom under promise and over. What is the over deliver? Yeah. Like, that's what I always think. Like, and that's what I mean, too, by being the person that stays because I get like you want to go home, you want to lay down, you want to, you know, but like it's so important to put your time in. And I do feel like some people in this, like in the younger generation, like are clocking in and out. And like, it's just, you can't watch the clock when you're building your career because time really is everything that we have and we don't. And like the more time you put in, the more you're going to get out of it. When you were in college, would you have ever guessed your career would turn out how it's turned out? No. Like, what did you want to do then? And how has that changed? I went to Vanderbilt and I was going to be a doctor. Oh, wait, I knew that. actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I wanted to be an oncologist. And I actually worked for an oncologist when I was in high school. And I loved it. And I think it was looking back. I think it was more the aspect of taking care of someone that I felt drawn to rather than like actually the medicine part. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I got in, I went to Vanderbilt my first semester. I'm taking like, I think you take inorganic chemistry or organic chemistry first. I don't know. Any chemistry I'm not about. And like, I got like a 
B minus, which at Vanderbilt, you, they do pluses and minuses. So like if you get an A minus, it's not a 4.0. It's like a 3.2 or something like that. It's really cheap shit. But <laughs> I think I got a B minus and I literally was like, I hate this. And I cried and cried and cried and cried. And I was like, I have no idea what I want to do. And I think that was scary for me, too, because for the past like four years, I was like, I'm going I'm going to be a doctor. Like, that's what I want to do. I'm going to be a doctor. And then I got there and I was like, and obviously chemistry isn't everything about being a doctor, but like, I just knew it wasn't the path for me. Like I didn't resonate with the people that were in my classes and, you know, best thing I could have done was switch my major and start exploring different things. And then I really got interested in fashion kind of, or maybe more of like blogging, not necessarily like me blogging, but I used to like love to read other people's blogs or like really get to know them. Who were you reading back then? God, I don't even remember. You know, I followed, she's now Mary Lawlessly on Instagram, uh-huh. but I followed Happily Gray for so long. Yeah. And I love her because I, she was a nurse. And then like she stepped away from that and like built this whole career and now has her own product line. And like that is inspo to me because she really like fulfilled something. I mean, I don't know her personally, but like she fulfilled that career path for her. And she's like, I, there's more I can do. And she went and did it. And I think that's amazing. Yeah, it's very cool. I think changing your mind about anything is one of the scariest it's things so to scary. do. It's so scary. But once you do it, it's so freeing. It's so freeing. I think that's, I really struggled with leaving LA. Not because, like, I, if I was there, I would still be working at my job, I think. I mean, I know. I genuinely wanted to be closer to my family. And I was like, do I do this? Do I not? Do I do this? Do I not? And I felt crazy, you know, because I feel like, especially going to Vanderbilt, there was a lot of people that moved to New York and LA and it was like the thing to do. And it's like, how can you walk away from this life you've built here? And I was like, I think I have to. And that was the scariest thing. And I cried and I was like, I need to come home. And my mom was like, you can come home whenever. And I think that was the best decision I could have made for myself because I just felt like I didn't feel like I was going to create the life that I wanted for myself there. I want my mom to live a couple blocks from me. I want my grandma to be able to walk to my house. You know what I mean? Those are things that like matter to me. And so I was like, okay, so I'm going to build my career where I want to be. That was what we originally bonded over. Yeah. Because I had moved to LA or I moved out of LA maybe a year before you had. Yeah. And I had felt the same way. I really... Just over time, my move was a little bit different, but I just was like, I don't think that this is the place that I want to be. And it doesn't resonate with me. And the craziest part is that like, there's no ounce of me that resonates with LA at all anymore. Like I'm so, like my life here is so much more, like I just feel so aligned and like Mm -hmm. at peace here. So it's crazy. Like when I think back to that, that there was even like a teetering of the line, but it was really scary because you're always taught growing up when you want to have a career in entertainment or Mm -hmm. want to be an entrepreneur or want trying to just be in any of those industries, it feels like you have to live in LA or New York. Yes. So I love the movement of people doing that elsewhere. Right. You know? No, I do too. And like, I think, you know, COVID was not great for a lot of reasons, but, you know, it did teach us that we can be resilient and like find new ways to connect with people. Mm hmm. Which segueing into that's really why Social Bird was born. Okay, let's go into this. (laughs) Okay. So Social Bird was born out of really the idea of bringing people together. And 
you know, uniting, especially women, because I feel like women are having they're they're not having like they've had and they're continuing to have a moment and like really rising to the careers that they want to have. And it's different than like my grandma's generation for are with friends, like having a great dinner. And like, I know you love hosting. Like, that's mm -hmm. what it is. It's like the art of hosting and bringing people together and like wanting to connect people, whether you're have been friends for years or you're just meeting for the first time. Yeah. And I think that that's really where the base of the brand is. And then obviously like it's a rosé and we feel like the best grapes for rosé are from Provence. And so we weren't we didn't stop till we were able to go oh, find I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't stop. I went and handpicked them myself. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, but she would. <laughs> yeah, I really would. So we went and we found like the best grapes and really developed a product we were proud of. And because like when you're sampling wine and you're trying to find, you know, the taste and mixing all the palettes together, like we looked in Napa at first and we just felt like it was too sugary and not something that like we wanted to drink ourselves. And so we literally skipped a whole year of production, which was like a really scary choice. Right. And we were like, let's we have to go find grapes in France. And we found them. And then it's been really like a amazing experience because let me tell you alcohol is not for the faint of heart alcohol is in my opinion the hardest industry to be it in. is so hard but so challenging and really rewarding once you put in like the effort and like making the relationships and i would say also being in the alcohol industry is about making relationships with your distributors with where places that carry you like wanting to have events like we had the event at mr charles like so it's really about making all these relationships, which is where Social Bird was founded. And like, you know, the idea of flamingos and flocking together and, you know, we wanted something girly and but not like in a I don't mean it in like a little girl way, but in like in, a powerful way, not in like a chuggy way either. Right. That's an important thing. To like, know. I love pink. Yeah, and I'm same. not. I'm proud of it. Well, and like, also, my studio looks like a nursery, but like, <laughs> it looks like a mature nursery. You know, I'm like, proud to like pink, same. and it doesn't make me <laughs> chuggy. Okay, no, but that's not chuggy. I mean, like, marketing. Right, wise. right, right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't mean pink. It's chuggy. Like, Hello, BFFs forever. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Social bird. Like, we're all social birds, and I think that that's really the idea behind the brand is being social together and like constantly creating new relationships, meeting new people, forming connections, having a great glass of wine at a dinner party or during lunch or right now yeah, or <laughs> literally Tuesday at 3 p.m. Uh, or... When you're filming a podcast. Yes. For the past couple of months, I have been using the Lumi deodorant. I use the deodorant stick in the scent toasted coconut. And let me just tell you guys, this stuff smells so good. I cannot, like seriously, you have to get it and try it. It smells unbelievable. I actually discovered Lumi last year. I live in Texas and it gets very hot in the summer, okay? And you feel really gross. And I also do a lot of heated workouts. So I found Lumi. It's whole body deodorant. The fact that I ever lived without this is actually like genuinely crazy. Also, the fact that this isn't like standard everywhere, it's kind of wild to me. But it is whole body deodorant. Lumi is seriously safe to use 
anywhere on your body, okay? That's pits, underboobs, thigh folds, belly buttons, butt cracks, vulvas, and feet. It was created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how normal BO was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. So you might be like, okay, how, right? Unlike some deodorants, they just try to mask the odorants like with the fragrance. Lumi is actually formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odors before it starts, more like a pre-odorant, if you will. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, pH balance for safe use below the belt. It's also clinically proven to control odor with a shower with soap alone. 12 hours after a shower, the average person has an odor level of 6 out of 10. With Lumi, the average odor level is a 0 out of 10. So I actually discovered this because I got the starter kit. It comes with a stick deodorant, the cream tube deodorant. You can get a free mini and then deodorant wipes. These are a must-have, especially because I know a lot of y'all have a bunch of fitness goals for the new year. I'm telling you, it smells so good. So Lumi Starter Pack is perfect for new customers. That's where I started. That's where I would recommend y'all start. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi Starter Pack with code I love you at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code I love you. Lumi, by the way, is spelled L-U-M-E. So lumideodorant.com and use code I love you. My friends and I love Trulies. I've had some of the best times. We had them on the Honky Tonk Express. We have them at pregames. We have them while watching the game. We're all fans, okay? And that is why we're so excited that Truly is shaking things up with their new party pack. Truly believes life can be more refreshing when we can be more real, let loose, and embrace imperfection and allow ourselves to be free from convention. That's why Truly has something for everyone in more than 30 unique flavors, including three lightly flavored mix packs, berry and a new party pack. The party pack is an amazing hosting gift. It's also an amazing thing to bring when someone invites you over because this new party pack has a flavor for everyone, making it perfect for you and your friends. So with four fan favorite flavors, including the brand new raspberry, it's got a little something for everyone. Again, bring it to wine night, bring it to book club, bring it to dinner, bring it to when you guys are watching the the game, like whatever it is, okay? With the new pack, there is nowhere you can't bring the party. Each flavor is super light, crazy refreshing, and made with real fruit juice with only 5% ABV, 100 calories, and one gram of sugar in each can. Truly is the perfect drink to keep you on track with your New Year's resolution, unless your solution was to have less fun. To find Truly Hard Seltzer near you, go to trulyhardseltzer.com slash locations. That's trulyhardseltzer.com slash locations. Truly Hard Seltzer. Keep it light. Truly Hard Seltzer Beverage Company, Boston, Massachusetts, Please drink responsibly. Like I said, you're very hardworking and you got yourself into all the rooms that you got into. It really wasn't just happenstance. It didn't just happen, right? So do you have any advice for imposter syndrome or being confident when like maybe you're scared out of your mind? Let me think about that because I feel do like- you feel that way? I, yes, of course. Like even coming today, like I've never done a podcast before. This is my first podcast. Yeah. But I think what you have to do is just like own it, whether or not you've done it before or not. 
So own the fact that you've never done this, but you're giving it a shot. Always be confident in, your, in yourself and your abilities. I think that's where like everything starts and that you can, you know, take that all the way back to like loving yourself and being proud of who you are and being confident in that and then be confident in your skills and your abilities. And if you're not confident about something, learn, constantly learn. You can listen to podcasts, watch things on YouTube, do research. Like if you don't know something, find it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that that helps you like get into a room. I remember like I've one of my like favorite things to say is like I can I don't know if I'm allowed to cuss on here. You are definitely okay. allowed to. But, like I can get shit done. Yeah. Like if you if I went to someone and I couldn't get it done, you knew that like, OK, we've got to try a different avenue. But I don't like not try and I will always try until I figure it out. There's always a way. Like, I remember like there was I almost put my mom on a plane to fly me out a package that like I needed for work the next day. And like, thank God I ended it. We didn't have to. But like I was I was on America yeah. and I was like, I'm going to figure this out. Like, how can we get this package to me tomorrow? You know, so I think. Yes, confidence is built, obviously, over time in your abilities as like a worker and whatever skill you do. But when I launched my consulting career, I didn't know what I was doing. I mean, I did. Of course, I like, you know, like what to do and like, you know what you're good at, but it's evolved. I think there's always a there's always a percentage that of you not knowing anything. And everyone has that. Yeah. So even with you having like some of the craziest experience, you still feel that way. And that's important to, yeah. to know. This is why I really need you to get on the Ed Milet train. Okay. I'll be sending you some podcasts for your drive. Okay. But he talks about confidence being self-confidence is built by making promises to yourself and keeping them. Yeah. So I'm the same way. Like if I, there's never been anything in my life that I've said I wanted to do that I haven't followed through on, right. on or made happen. Like if even something as small as like my morning routine to like a big career thing, mm -hmm. right? But I think when you're making small promises to yourself every single day, confidence at the end of the day is just trust. Right. So you're building trust within yourself. Currently reading, it's not out by the time that this episode's out. It's probably like a few weeks away, but I'm reading Jamie Kern Lima's new book and she is the founder of Bay Cosmetics and she sold oh, okay. it to L'Oreal for $1.2 billion. She's been on the podcast multiple times and she's about to come back on. Literally, my I, if there's anyone that I idolize in this world, it is her. Okay. She's amazing, but I'm like one, maybe two chapters in. I'm at dry right yesterday. I'm like literally crying when I'm reading the book. But I want to read it. It's so good. But she talks about the difference between their self-confidence and self-worth. Okay. And how like we have a lot of self-confidence. Like right. we both are like, we can make it happen, whatever. Right. But self-worth comes from like, you are enough without doing any of that. Or like you are worthy regardless of like exterior things. I'm butchering that. We'll talk about that like, like very soon. But I can only imagine self-worth would actually be the thing that like really also helps you yeah. in, with imposter syndrome. And I think it's important to always be humble, no mm -hmm. matter if you are the most knowledgeable person in the room or you know the least. Be humble and always treat people with respect. Like even if you are delivering some shitty news and you're like, this isn't going to happen today. Like, you know, I know we prepared for this, but something came up always like treat people like they're human, like you appreciate the work that they put in, like you, you know, care about their time, care about not necessarily like, yes, you care about their feelings, but in a way that's like, you know, be pleasant to work with. The more mm. you respect others, the more they'll respect you and like want to work with you. And and especially something I believe in is if you do make a mistake, own it. 
if you are out there trying to blame the mistake on every other person, you're never going to get anywhere. Like you have to step up and be like, you know what? I made this mistake. Like I thought this was the right call and it clearly wasn't, but I'm going to fix it. And this is how, like, I believe in that too, because we're human. We're going to make mistakes, but you have, it's about how you like recover from those mistakes. That also makes people respect you a lot more. Of course. You know, like the fact if you, I'm over here like, oh, I was late, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, really? No, I just couldn't get myself out the door. I, I wasn't late. I was like 15 minutes early, but yeah, I knew you would be. Too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's, you know, you have to just take ownership. I think that I've experienced, or we probably all experienced at some point, you know, something that goes wrong. And it's really, whether it was my fault or not, and there have been times where it has been my fault. And like, that's not the most fun pill to swallow. Like it sucks when you've messed up, but you have to own it. And like when you're owning it, already have the solution in your mind of how you're going to fix it. Yeah, I think the solution is like a really massive part of it too. Well, yeah. I you mean, know, you need- no, like always own it. But I think that like, regardless, that's an amazing thing to do. But like having the solutions like the extra mile. Right. You know, right. Like you need you obviously like, okay, you messed up. Don't be like, oh, whoops, I messed up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do now. There's a way to go about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying like, oh yeah, I made a mistake there. Like, you know, oh, I was mm-hmm. texting and driving and I wrecked my car. Whoopsie. No, like, <laughs> yeah, like I'm just saying like, own your mistakes and like fix them. But on it, like there's really nothing worse than someone who blames everyone else for, no, it's for something. Horrible. So even if you're doing the whoops, don't do that. But like that's better yeah. than blaming it on everyone else. <laughs> Joe back here being like, <laughs> it was McGuire's fault. And I'm over here like, leave me out of this. <laughs> I have nothing Wait, to do that with that reminds this. me, have you seen the documentary Love Has Won? No. It's so crazy. It is about like a cult. But oh, a small cult. It's a small cult, but they are all in. Okay. And like when you know, we would be amazing cult leaders. Have you ever thought about that? No. Not leaders, cult members. Oh yeah. Actually, maybe leaders too. I'm a leader. You were both. We were both. Yeah. We could definitely like tag team and do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like personality wise, like when I was reading up on people who join cults, you'd be surprised. It's our kind of personalities because really? we're all in. It's not people that. there's like two extremes like one that's like really easily persuaded and one that's like our personality type okay we'd kind of kill it in a cult but anyways well i she like i i won't not gonna try and spoil anything it it is a good watch like you know knowledge is power always always learning not gonna you know but i when she when the cult leader acts out she blames it on robin williams she, and they're like, oh, I heard about this recently. And does Robin Williams, did he know he had any sort of affiliation? No, and he's no longer living. Yes, yes. And, you know, rest in peace. But yeah, like they'll her followers will be like, oh, that's not, I can't remember her name now. They're like, oh, that's not Sally. That's just Robin. And Robin's oh, probably like, oh, like this is current day. This isn't before he passed. This is like right now. No, him and he's well, dead. I think it was like 2018, 19, okay, 2022. He passed when I was in like high school. Yeah. Like 10 years ago. Yeah. I need a fact check. Also that. the fact that I was in high school, but yeah, that's crazy. No. And so, I mean, so don't blame Robin. Don't blame Robin. Like I feel bad for Robin. No, me too. He doesn't deserve that. I want to talk about our career goals. Okay. And maybe let's start with career idols. Can you guess mine? Dolly Parton. Yes. But more specifically, Martha Stewart. Oh yeah. Okay. But if I could sing Dolly Parton. Yeah. Obviously. And how did you feel about her at the Dallas Cowboys game? 
Well, I was heartbroken that I wasn't there. She's an icon. She is an icon. She's a legend. She was perfect. She did everything in the sort. But you know, I got to go. They invited me to a press conference this year. I got to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. There. Did you? That was huge. Meet and her? I, well, no. And we there was only like forty people in the room. You made eye contact. Yeah, and I like you could raise a hand and ask a question, and like that, like I know Dolly and I are gonna meet. Yeah, and, like I don't. That know wasn't like that. no. That wasn't mm-hmm. the moment. No. I've gotten invited to like a couple other things. So like everyone, fingers crossed that like this is the year I meet Dolly. Yeah. But no, it's Martha Stewart. And I was, we put her masterclass on this morning for maybe 30 seconds. And she starts it off by being like, I just built a career off everything that I like. And I'm like, yes, Martha. That is exactly right. Okay, so Martha, mine Mm -hmm. is Emma Greed. I think that she is a powerhouse. She really like, I like that she has her hand in so many different things. And puts like such a touch on everything. And I, I love that because she, she just does it. And I, I, you know, had the, I'm so fortunate to have been in the room with her a couple of times. And it's just like watching her work is really, it's, it's such an amazing experience. And I think that like, that's would be my goal as like a consultant, right. Would be to be in different projects and like, obviously one day be able to pick and choose like what projects I'm in, but really be like passionate about those projects, you know? And I think that that's something I've learned as being a mom too, is not to take on everything, not to say yes to everything. Like it's, it really is the art of saying no when it's important, but you know, I don't know what she says yes and no to, but I just, the things that she is a part of, I do feel like it's just, she's just amazing. For those who don't know, she's a part of Good American, Skims. Yes. Is she part of Kylie's stuff? Kai. Kai, so the clothing. Mm-hmm. Molt safely. Get safely. Yes. Is she an 818? I not I don't think it. she is. I don't really know. I listened to her very recently. Yeah. On a podcast. And I love her. I also love Lauren Bostic. Same. I, yes. She is like, there's one thing that she said. And I'm going to butcher how she said it. But she said, like, launch fast and figure it out. Adjust later. Yeah. And I believe that. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we waiting for? Obviously, like, don't launch with nothing. Like, you need to, you know, have your ducks in a row. But but it doesn't have to be perfect. Right. Because like, perfection doesn't exist. I think that's what they're. Right. It, exactly. Like, the, I love that. And I love listening to her podcasts. And I love the brand that she's built. I literally just ordered the new silicone dry brush mm-hmm. i'm excited about it or i don't know if it's a dry brush it's yeah the butter one yeah yep. i'm not totally sure what i ordered but i saw it and i loved it and i <laughs> ordered that's it. the point like, yeah you'll buy any i'm the same way and like obviously i know that i like, have like are... a million of their ice rollers yes. i gave them away for christmas like two years ago yes like i'll buy anything that she's attached to because i distrust it right you know and i love her the whole idea behind the brand i think it's amazing genius I have a question for you as a consultant. Okay. So you have your hand in a bunch of different businesses. I also want to talk about makeup brushes in a second. Okay. But I feel even just within, like, obviously I have my own stuff and then I have the podcast and then I have YouTube and then I have so many other things that are just under like Kenzie Elizabeth and then I have a friend of mine. Like sometimes I will get, and I do delegate. I could definitely delegate more, but which is, I think is going to be like my next year. But sometimes I feel like I wish that I only had one thing so I can give one thing 100%. But obviously, it's just like not really possible. Yeah. What I built and that's not the point. But like, what would your advice be as someone who has your hand in like so many different endeavors? I mean, I think that 
one thing I will say is like, you know, the simplest way is like time management. But if something's not serving you, don't do it. I also am the person that like, I'm not always the best at saying no. And I, Andrew, you know, is like, you always try and do everything. And that's true. Like, I do feel like I try to do a lot. And like, my goal for this coming year would be to really only do what I care about. Not that I don't care about these things, but to really only do what I'm passionate about or like, you know, what's important to me. And not from a selfish standpoint, but more of like, you know, my family is important to me. My baby is important to me. Andrew, like our relationship, my work is, but on certain projects, you know, I would say I my advice isn't good because (laughs) I am will answer the phone at all times. Like and I think that that's like my worst trait, and my best trait, you know, like I you know, unless I'm like giving birth and I can't answer my phone, but I was literally emailing the day after I gave birth. Not that that's like the right thing to do, but it's what I was emailing about something that's like social bird being like landing in port. Like it landed in port at 48 hours after I gave birth to Woods and I had to coordinate, you know, there was Mm -hmm. nothing like, so I think like you give your all to things that you're passionate about and things that don't serve you, you don't, like, don't let them in your life. Yeah, you cut it. And it's hard. It's so hard because there are things like you want to help everyone. You want to be a part of something you want to like, you know, but I think that. Yeah, but I I also on the other side of that always answer my phone. So I think that that's helped me develop some really important and deep, true relationships with some of the people that I work with because I'm always there. And I and I will always show up for people that I care about and I'll always be that person on the other end, like trying to figure something out if no one else can. Yeah. See, I'm like so I feel like I'm so similar to you. Yeah. In so many ways. But like, yeah, like one of my biggest things in life is like showing up. So right. There's there's things that I can think of that I definitely am cutting back on in the next year. But, but it's like you're just trimming the fat. Totally. It's not like you're shutting down everything. You're just like, and I think with each week, month, year that goes on, like we get better at trimming the fat and we get better at like focusing our attention. And if we feel like, like what I always am proud of is how self-aware I am. And I really try to be, and that's years of therapy and like, you know, (laughs) but like I try to be as self-aware as I can because when I know myself, I can be better for others yes. and like better at doing certain jobs or, you know what I mean? So I think that, you know, time, which time, you know, isn't always like the greatest thing to rely on. Cause like no one wants to get older, but with time, we do get better at what we put our attention towards. And yeah. there always are going to be times where you're like, I don't want a part of this. Like, what have I been doing for the last six months? And then it's like, okay, like, That like going back to what you said earlier, like changing your mind is so scary. But once you do it, it's freeing. Yeah, totally. Can you show us the um, makeup brushes? Yeah, guys, this is one of the smartest things. So I when you posted, I didn't even realize you were working with them. When you posted it, I immediately followed. It's amazing. So Bondell is my I'm sorry, my friend Ellie thought of this idea or what she I mean she wasn't actually my friend at the time I got connected with her through someone I was working with actually who how I believe all great connections happen mm-hmm. and she had this amazing idea to make up brush subscription so smart, the right? idea behind it is your makeup brushes 
they're so dirty. (laughs) They're so dirty. And when do you clean them? Either you clean them really religiously and some people do. It's not me. Not me. I don't have the time. I was supposed to clean them this weekend. Didn't happen. No, I don't have the time. So it's a makeup brush subscription. And essentially it's so you don't have to clean your makeup brushes. I mean, some people like still have their brushes from high school. Also, when you do clean your brushes, they never work the same. They don't like the payoff of product is never the same. Like your brushes, the more you use them, the more product they eat. So like the best brush you can get is obviously the freshest, cleanest, newest one. Brushes are also expensive. Like you can buy a $500 brush set. $500. Yeah. One brush is like 70 bucks. It's Sephora. So this was the idea behind this. And it comes like this is the brand Bondel. And the idea behind this is really like to make things easier for you. And one brush set. So right now it's a three month delivery. So one brush set is $68 every three months. That's a really good deal for the amount. You get five brushes, a makeup sponge, an eyelash or eyebrow spoolie. And hair clips. Obviously, we like hair clips. Love. The quality of the brushes, you guys. So you get five brushes. Here they are. They all have the little cute Bondel logo on them. And you can use them however you want, right? So I say that that is a big eyeshadow brush. Mm -hmm. Some people use it for concealer. Oh. To get really specific, right? So like I use this brush for contour, like my wet contour, like when I'm sponging out my like cream. Contour. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then I use this brush for blush, but that's because I'm crazy and I love blush. And you like, really do. The more blush, the better. I was thinking about how your blush looks perfect earlier. Oh, thank you. But you know, you could use one of the smaller ones. I use this guy for powder, which is also perfect for a night out because you always Very need nice. a powder brush in your purse. And then I use this for like my powder bronzer to kind of go like all over. But like, I know people that use this for their powder bronzer, use this for their blush or this for their blush. You can really use anything. And then where's my little makeup? The makeup sponge is elite. It's so good. I can't wait for you to try this. I love a sponge. I'm excited to try tomorrow. Right. And then obviously hair clips, but the, what the hair clips and the spoolie will change with every delivery. Like this isn't always going to be what you get. But the idea behind it really is like better, cleaner skin, because when you're constantly using the same makeup brushes, it's so dirty and bad for your skin. And like, yes, you can do as much skincare as you want. But if you're using dirty makeup brushes, it's just like putting dirt back on your face. You can also it's gift true. it. Yeah. So, which is like a, like such a good gift to give someone like for their birthday or Valentine's Day or something. You can do six month or 12 month and it's just like one flat fee for you if you're paying for it. And then it sends them like an email and you can print like a PDF or what how you can do it however you want. But it's such a good gift because, you know, and then they will have the option to renew like it'll go to their email and like you know, they'll have the option to renew at the end of the subscription. But like even my mom and her friends are like, I've been using the same makeup brushes for so long. And I will tell you, like every time I plan to clean my makeup brushes, if I do clean them, it is always at the most inconvenient time and they're still wet when I need to use them mm-hmm. again. And for some reason, I just feel like they're never clean. They're enough. never clean enough. Or maybe I didn't get all of the like shampoo out of right? it or I don't know. I just think it's genius. And like you can use different cleaners, but they're probably not good for your skin. 
Yeah, that's true. So you've got five brushes here and you can drink your rosé while you're (laughs) doing your makeup. But I mean, this is just one of the other brands that I'm also involved in because I believe in it. And Ellie had this amazing idea and I was like, I absolutely want to be a part of that. And we really followed Lauren's advice on like just launch fast because we kept going back and forth with different manufacturers. They're also made in the USA designed in Texas. Oh, we love that. And we're really trying to start a movement of like Bondell girls. Like we're doing like get ready with Bondell. That's cute. And like seeing how other people use their makeup brushes because Ellie, the founder, uses them different than I do. Mm -hmm. And I think it's I mean, I personally think it's a genius idea. So I think you should, too. But yeah, that's and then trying to think of other things. I really like to work with women founded businesses. Yeah. Like I worked with Alexa Kelly, who is jewelry. Mm-hmm. I'm actually oh. wearing her earrings. I have wow. so many rings. I love them. I know. And this is also I don't work with her, but this is my friend of mine, Blair B. Jewelry. She's out of Oklahoma. But yeah, I just love I love women founded businesses. <laughs> <laughs> women founded businesses. What are you excited for in the next year? Like, what do you want to accomplish in the next year? Well, what I really want to do prior to the next year is create like my vision board because I will say like that first year I was living in Dallas I had just moved in December and I may I got COVID and like it was like I couldn't see anyone and everyone went home for Christmas and I was like by myself and I ordered like I instacarted all these magazines and I like made this massive poster board a vision board and I would say a lot of those things came true or like came true in the way that like they were meant to come true right So I want to do that. But I would say, what are my goals? Like, I really want to get better with my time. And like I said earlier, like it's always a constant like push and pull balance for me. But I want to like have days designated for certain things so I can give my all to like social strategy on this. I also want to personally like be more available to people. Like I always get a lot of questions about your consulting business or how'd you do this? Or like, you know, do you have a tip for this? And I really want to like answer people's questions more. I also want to really build up social bird. Like that is, I mean, it's like on a nice passion project, right? So it's this like amazing thing. And I want to create like a social bird movement. Like I want to have more in-person events like that dinner we threw at Mr. Charles. It was so fun. We, I've had so much fun. I had it way was, too much to drink. It was, I, well, I told this after it was the best like brand event I've been to. It was so much fun. We had such a good group yeah, of girls Yeah, it was there, great. But the actual event itself was just so good. Right. So I want to do more like that. Like I want to you know, be involved in other people's stuff too, or do more collabs. Like I want to do something with you. Like I want to, I feel like now that I have my feet underneath me as a mom, because it took, like, it takes a minute. It's a little shock to the system. Like it's amazing. And like, everyone's like, how do you know what to do? It's like, you really do know what to do. Like you just have a baby and like you figure it out. And, but I, now that I have my feet, you know, planted in the ground and I'm like confident in who I am as a mom and confident who I am as a partner to Andrew, I want to really build up my businesses to where I can see them. Mm -hmm. And like, like I want to build them to where I see them going. Like I want to get in the right rooms, even if I, you know, get some no's along the way, I want to reroute and figure it out because I think that, you know, the projects that I am involved in like Bondell and Social Bird, really, those are the only two right now. I believe that they can be big and I want to 
be there when they get big. And I want to like help them get there. I love that. So not to bring up my lot again, but (laughs) I'm reading this book. There's a book called How to 10X Your Life. It's by like Dan Sullivan and someone else, an author duo that I love. Like another book of theirs, like changed my life. By the way, y'all, as you are listening to this, it's December and we're pre-recording this. So I know I probably have a solo episode out on this topic by now. But Ed Milet recorded a podcast with Dan Sullivan. Okay. How to 10X Your Life. And he goes through and it's basically an inverse of like you change 80% of your, you change 80% of your habits to change your whole life. And okay. Then 20, most of the time it's almost easier basically to 10X Your Life than it is to just double. Okay. Because if you double, you only have to change 20%. Okay. And so just because you barely have to change anything, you're less likely to. Okay. But when you have to change 80% of your life, you're way more likely to actually do it mm-hmm. when you're like driven and mm-hmm. focused and whatnot. On that podcast episode, they were talking about this guy and it has like really stuck with me. Okay. And this guy was, I think he was 65, starting like in his like real estate business. He had apartment complexes that were for people who I believe were handicapped in some sort of way. Okay. So they were built in a very specific way. So it made it harder to like acquire more properties. He said, in my next five years before I decide to retire, I want to build three more properties in the next five years. Okay. He ended up doing that because he like switched his thinking and switched the way he worked in wow. three weeks because he just wasn't thinking correctly. So he did his five-year goals in three weeks because of this how to 10X. So like, that's what I'm all about this year. I want to do that too. It's so crazy. I was like, I everything that I want from like five years from now, I want like, mm-hmm. not in a way that's like, oh my God, I want now. Like I just want to be smarter I want to I just want to be smarter yeah I think that that's what I mean too like being smart with your time is so important and like I have you know been working on and doing a good job at balancing but I think it's important to like you can always get better yeah you can always get better and like I never want to be complacent with where I am ever also your life always changes so there's always something to do and it's like how to how you adapt to that is the most I think important thing of like anything that happens like okay my life took me back to Oklahoma City I'm there right now like how do I adapt like what makes the most you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so I think that it's important to go with your life and not against it yes all about evolve we're always evolving always I mean I've evolved I evolve every day I feel like yeah and the things I used to be stressed out I'm like are you kidding me like what's Mm -hmm. most important is like my family and raising like we're healthy I have a healthy son and like I have I'm in a loving relationship and so it's like I have a beautiful family I think it's always like I don't know it's worked out well yeah prayer is powerful too yeah that is true I'm like back on my prayer prayer game yeah I say prayers with woods every night oh and it's really made me realize how blessed we are like we pray for like you know, thank you, God, for like a strong, healthy baby boy that's continuing to grow and like a roof over our heads. And you know what I mean? It it just humbles you and really like how blessed we truly are. I like cannot wait to have a kid. I'm so excited. You're going to be the best mom. I have like such crazy baby fever right now. Well, it's a lot. No, I can like wait, but I have baby fever. Okay. Okay. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Where can they find you? And social burden and bond. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you can find me on Instagram, McGuire Amundsen. You can find Social Bird on Instagram, Social Bird Rose. It's also available in Texas, in Dallas specifically. And it's all on our Instagram. It's at Pogo's. It's also available in Oklahoma City if you're watching there. And you can find Bondell on Instagram, Bondell Official. Bondell is also on TikTok, Bondell Official, or Bondell 
Facebook.com, socialbird.com, or thegracefulproject.com. That's my consulting company. Love. Graceful two L's. Don't forget. Don't forget. We're extra full. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all so much for listening. If you love this episode, please don't forget to leave a rating and review. It really helps the show grow. If you want to follow me behind the scenes, you can find me on Instagram or YouTube at Kinsey Elizabeth or on TikTok at Kinsey the Texan. I drop new episodes every Thursday and they're also available to watch on YouTube. Thanks so much for listening and I will talk to y'all next Thursday. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.